Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a happy edition of the Bird Brains, along with my podcast partner, the former Eagles beat writer for NJ.com and the Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars tight end, Ken Dunnick. And, Mark, we've got a Christmas present for our listeners as we talk about the Eagles' victory over the Cowboys. I do want to mention our sponsor before we get started. Jersey Man and Philly Man is more than just an upscale men's magazine. Our Legacy Club Business Network has over 300 members and is a vital tool for local networking. If you'd like more information on how Jersey Man and Philly Man can help you in your business, please call 856-912-4007 or email ken at jerseymanmagazine.com for more information. So, Mark, going into this game, I had a sneaky feeling, and everybody was down on the Eagles. You and I were a little bit down on the Eagles. But as I looked at this game, you know, Dallas really has not beaten anybody. They've looked good against the Rams recently, but not much else. They're a schizophrenic team, a lot like the Eagles are, because you really never know who is going to show up. And I thought the line was suspiciously low at two, two and a half. So my statement to all my buddies before the game was, you know, everything looks bad for the Eagles, but I just have a sneaky feeling that they've been in this position before and, you know, might throw a shocker at everybody, and that's exactly what happened. I think it was a combination of the Eagles played very well, especially on defense, and Dallas just had a terrible performance. Yeah, I don't think – the Eagles have been have been up and down. The Eagles have been a crazy team this year, although we pretty much other, – other than that Miami game, which I – and that game – even though even if the Eagles win this week and win the division, that Miami game still bothers me because if they would have beaten Miami, which they should have, there's no reason to blow that game up like they did. They could have rested guys this week. Well, there's they a scenario. Been. There's a scenario where they can still uh, no, they're they're no, no, they have to win. They're not. Oh no, that Dallas. They move the Dallas Redskins games to 4:25, so they play at the same but, time. So right, right, you're right. They won't know. You're right, right about that, the Miami game. To play to win. And had they have beaten Miami, they could have. And that would have been nice because then they could have – they're going to – the winner of the East, whether it's the Eagles or, or, or Cowboys, and it looks like it's going to be the Eagles, um, is going to play the loser of the San Francisco-Seattle game. So that game's going to be – that's that's going to be a great game. I and mean, that, that's everything on the line there. The, the winner wins the division and could get a, a – could if the Niners win, they're the top seed. If this, if Seattle wins, they'll be in the – you know, they'll win a division depending on what else happens. And the loser becomes a wild card and has to travel. So that's that's a huge game. It would have been nice to be, to be able to you know rest your guys and play a team that had to go all 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 out. You know that. But anyway, getting back to my to my point is, Eagles have been up and down, but we pretty much, other than that Miami game, I'm not I'm not shocked by anything else. Okay, maybe some of the way they won or or, or lost, but um, the Cowboys, on the other hand. I would put them right up there with the with the Bears as the most disappointing teams in the, in the league this year. Didn't didn't it seem to you like they were so lethargic? They looked like yeah. they didn't even want to be there. They were sulking, dropping passes. You know, the Dak Prescott shoulder thing was for real. He did not have a very good game. Yeah. And, but uh, you, you could tell he didn't practice much that week. So, uh, you know, Dallas, uh, to me, when you come up that small and that big of a performance, uh, a game that where you need a good performance, that doesn't look good for the head coach, does it? Oh, no, he's gone. And I, I, I've known Jason going all the way back to from his, his Princeton days. And um, I like Jason, I do. But now he's, it's, it's time. I mean, and just their whole, 
one of the biggest plays of the game is is a run by the backup running back Pollard in, instead of Zeke. Amari um, Cooper is not on the field for the last play of the game. What's going on there? I mean, strange, <laughs> strange. Well, weird things going on in that. I, I'll yeah. be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if the if the Cowboys lose again this week to the Redskins, and it turns out the Eagles don't have to beat the Giants. But well, who, who again, could be who could that. be surprised? Who could be surprised if anything that happens with this with these two crazy teams in this incredible division? Um, let, let's talk a little bit about uh, Eagles injuries, and you talked about you know the the week of rest would have been so important. Now you've got Zach Ertz with a fractured rib. Now I can tell you, I fractured a rib in my uh, spring football game in my senior year in college. It's extraordinarily painful. You can't even cough or sneeze without doubling over in pain. It's a situation where you would have to shoot that rib with some Novocaine in order to get on the field. And I'm not sure that they're going to do that. I know Ertz is a tough guy and he wants to be out there. I'm just saying that's a really painful injury. And I would be mildly surprised if we saw him play this Sunday, even though everything's on the line. Yeah, and I think they kind of tipped their hand a little bit when they signed Richard Rodgers the other day. Yeah. Um, at least he's got, they're, he's they're being experience. prepared for Earth not to play by adding a tight end to the roster. Um, let me ask you this: since, since you've had one, I mean, how much do those uh, flak jackets help? Uh, well, I mean, they help a little bit, but I'm telling you, if you turn the wrong way or you cough or you sneeze, you're doubled over in pain. I can't even imagine getting hit broadside on that rib. I mean, and then there's some other health issues uh, regarding the lung and if the rib shatters and punctures the lung, then you've got a, a life-threatening situation. Yeah, so, so you oh, it sounds like that won't play this yeah. But And then the, the injured list goes on. you got Nelson Aguilar. I hear from the inside that his knee looks awful, and they'll be surprised if they play again, uh, if he plays again this week. Lane Johnson is looking better. He's still listed as day-to-day. You've got uh, Arcega Whiteside now with a foot. Derek Barnett, who came back last week, had limited Mobility at practice. Brandon Brooks has a calf. Fletcher Cox is on the injured list with a tricep. Jordan Howard coming back, and that's an interesting scenario. When we talk about Jordan Howard, you know, you, because of the improvement of Miles Sanders, I don't think it's a situation where you have to throw Jordan Howard in there and play 25 snaps because you've got a guy like Sanders now playing at such a high level. gives you the luxury of easing him back. Right, no, that's a good move. That that's a nice situation to uh, be in. I think, I think you'll see. Again, who knows? Like you said, with, with this team, sometimes what you think is going to happen, something else happens. But I would expect Sanders to still get the bulk of the carries. But again, you don't have to overuse him either now because you have Howard to get maybe, you know, eight to ten touches to take a little bit. Of, you know, take Sanders' workload down a little bit. What happens to Boston Scott now? Well, Boston Scott is always going to be a complimentary player on the team. I mean, he'll, you know, he'll, they like him out of the backfield throwing the screens. And I just love the way he runs downhill. He, he has a burst when he touches the ball that is very valuable. And again, you were talking about an offensive team that lacks speed in the skill position. So I can't imagine uh, him uh, being on the bench for the entire game, I can see him getting about maybe eight to fifteen snaps out there in, in some capacity. So three, so you have that three. Nobody, yeah, like you said, he'll he'll come in, he'll be a third down, change of pace kind of guy. Right. But if you look at the statistics uh, of this Eagles Dallas game, it's kind of blows your mind. They outgained the Cowboys four thirty one to three eleven. 
Uh, the time of possession was in the Eagles' favor, 36-12 to 23-48. Carson Wentz, 31 for 40, 319 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. <clears throat> he did have that one fumble that they recovered, but he looked uh, like he wanted to protect the ball in those pressure situations. The other thing that surprised me about the game was they had some designed runs for Wentz, and this is a year coming off of a, a knee injury. And they actually, you know, faked it to the back and then ran once on the option rollout. That that surprised me a little bit, but it was effective. Uh, he gained a few yards each time he tried it. No, they, they've done. I, I thought the game plan was very good this week. Um, balanced. They they took advantage of what the, the Dallas did. It wasn't again seventeen points isn't isn't anything to get crazy excited about, but it was enough. And it was. And here's what I here this is what. I don't know. I don't know if there's, if there's ever been a team like like this. Eagles last last. Just look at the last four. His last four home games, right? They were the losses to Seattle and New England. Went over to Giants. Went over to Cowboys. But every game was in like under twenty. The, the winning score was under twenty, right? Well, no, the Giant game they had twenty because they, they went. It had to go overtime. To get right. Right. So, I mean, it's all been low scoring, defensive minded games. The last yeah. four. Now the road games, the game in Washington, the game in Miami, you, you needed thirty to win both of those games. I don't understand this this team's struggles offensively at home, yet they score on the road, and the defense plays great at home, but gives up points on the road. I, I I've never well, seen. Well, hey, the problem is we're looking at this thing logically, right? You, you'd have to be Sigmund <laughs> Freud to. To try to understand what's going on. No, I can, the I can understand the being better at home. I, I, I can understand anybody being better at home. I can understand mm-hmm. that. You're, you're home, you're focused more, the crowd's behind you and all that. Okay, but explain to me why the, why the offense is better on the road. That's what I don't get. It's, 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 it's a tough one. You know, you talk about the Eagles' defensive line and how they shut down uh, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, 13 rushes for only 47 yards, no touchdowns. Obviously Dallas didn't have a touchdown in the game and uh, continuing to get pressure on uh, Dak Prescott without blitzing. Uh, they did not blitz hardly at all in this game. Their front four got a great push against a very good offensive line for Dallas. And they got some heat on the quarterback, made him rush some throws uh, we've mentioned it already. He obviously wasn't healthy. Some of those throws were awful. Then when he did put the ball on target, Dallas dropped them for us, which was nice. Yeah, the, like I said, the Cowboys were just, like you said, it. they looked like they didn't care. They were just, I mean, in, in a big game like that, they and they played, they did play well. And it, the week before, and that's what had me a little scared. Um, all we, I mean, all year, the Cowboys have underachieved. They really have. Like I said, hadn't beaten a good team. Um you know, they they beat up on the Redskins, beat up on the Giants. Um, you know, lost any time they played a decent team, they went they ended up losing until that Rams game, where they just took the Rams apart. I said, uh oh, maybe it's all coming together for the Cowboys because you've seen that through the years. You've seen a team that a talented team maybe didn't didn't play well, but then all of a sudden turned it on, got hot. You know, those those Giants teams that did well in the playoffs is like they. The regular season, they kind of went through the motions a little bit, but they got hot at the right time. And I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, is this Cowboy team, is it all starting to come together for them? And I watched that that Rams game. I was like, wow, but, you know. But then they went right back to being the team that plays poorly against. They the did. Teams. They did. Hey, how about uh, 
you know, we lose uh, Ronald Darby. He's put on IR. Jalen Mills uh, left the game. And you've got Sidney Jones, one-on-one coverage. And Jones has been the doghouse all year long. I mean, he was a guy that came in with high expectations. Everybody touted him as he should have been a number one draft choice, but he had an Achilles in college. He comes up with a great pass breakup at the end of that football game. And then they choose to booth review possible pass interference. Hey, listen, I got to tell you something. Those referees wouldn't have got out of the stadium if they had called <laughs> pass interference on that play because I think the Eagles fans would have rushed the field. But uh, as it all turned out, and the Eagles were able to hang on for a, for a great win. And now we're in position, after all we've been through, this roller coaster, you and I talking at the beginning of the year, you know, looking at the schedule, where's a win here, here's a loss there. Nothing comes into view except that the Eagles are now 8-7. and seven. If they win a football game on Sunday, they win the NFC East. And I got to tell you something, though. They better be focused this week because this would make Dallas, uh, New York's season to knock the Eagles off. And, you know, the Eagles got very fortunate to beat them a couple weeks ago. So they better bring their A game. And if they do, they're back in the playoffs. And let me ask you a question. Doug Peterson, the last three years, he's doing it with mirrors, right? I mean, he wins the Super Bowl, losing his starting quarterback. Two seasons ago, you know, last year, they're terrible. They make a run at the end of the year. They come uh, a drop pass away from beating New Orleans to go back to the Super Bowl. This year, they're left they're left for dead. Now they're in position to win the NFC East. He's got some spooky dust in his pocket, doesn't he? Doug Peterson gets it done. In well, front yeah, of yeah. He, things have gone his way down the end. But, again, let's – I don't want to take anything away. I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the, be the bad guy here. But <laughs> come on, it's if Christmas. They win, they're nine and seven. Take it easy. <laughs> if they win, they're nine and seven. Right. Nine and seven wouldn't have, wouldn't have gotten them anything in any other division but the NFC East. Right. So let's 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 be honest. They're they're fortunate that the Redskins and Giants are barely NFL teams, and, and the Cowboys are the, the most underachieving team I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So they they got a little break being in that division. If they're nine and seven in the NFC North. They're not even a factor. If they're nine and seven in the NFC West. I get it, but they're not, Mark. They're, they're not. not. They're, they're nine and seven in the NFC East. And once you get into the tournament, anything can happen. Yeah. And they're about to punch their tickets. So it'd be interesting to see how it goes. I wouldn't be. I'll have a. I'll, I'll scratch my head a little bit, but I won't be like shocked beyond belief if, like you said, the Eagles better be focused against the Giants, but the Cowboys better better wake up against the Redskins too. Because well, I Giants agree. The Cowboys a favor and upset the Eagles. I'm telling you, I wouldn't be. I, Redskins could beat the Cowboys. I would be mildly surprised, but not shocked if the Redskins pulled off the upset because Dallas looked so lethargic last week. Hey, Mark, we're out of time. Hopefully, we'll be talking about an NFC East championship next week. For Mark Eckel and Ken Dunnick, thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a good week. Take care.